Paved Motors builds premium technology forward electric motorbikes, distinctive in design and exhilarating in rider experience. At the forefront of a new mobility category, merging the best qualities of a motorcycle with that of an e-bike, Paves' first proof of concept is the revolutionary Pave BK. Sleek, lightweight, intuitive to use, and exhilarating to ride, the Pave BK is equipped with industry-first sharing technology set to disrupt the two-wheeled mobility space and create a community of riders around the world. Pave was founded in 2019 by brothers Nico and Casper, who grew up in Berlin, recognized the dire need for clean, easy transportation around the city. At the time, their options proved undesirable and were heavy, noisy, environmentally unfriendly combustion engine scooters. Upon relocating to Brooklyn, advances in the development of electric drive trains and batteries opened a world of new possibilities. Their dream to pioneer a silent and emissions-free mode of transportation that would enable a more sustainable way of living could finally become a reality. And today, within the Are We There Yet? transportation-focused video podcast series, I'm really excited to speak with the founders of Pave Motors, brothers Nico and Casper. Nico, Casper, welcome to Are We There Yet? I'm really excited to talk today. Hello. Hey, Grant. Thanks for having us. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Doing great. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very welcome. I'm really excited for our conversation today, and, and I really appreciate each of you taking the time within what I can imagine is a, is a very, very busy schedule to, to speak today within the podcast series. So thanks so much for taking the time to do it. Um, I'm really excited to learn more about the company and, and each of you, but I did um, you know, think it was really cool within just kind of saying hello uh, this afternoon that, that you, in fact, uh, provided the greatest testimonial. I understand that each of you got to work this morning on a, a PAVE uh, e-bike. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, we did. I mean, there's really no better way to test uh, our own product than to ride it ourselves. So exactly. uh, we really try to ride it as often uh, as possible just to collect as much data as we can. Um, we have a special module on our bikes specifically to collect data, analyze it and, uh, you know, just make tweaks here and there just to make it better uh, for uh, our customers. Yeah, that's all constant product improvement. It sounds yeah. like that. That's really cool. And I imagine your commute is, is a lot of fun every morning. So that's that's great to hear. Well, I as I shared, I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about the company. I'm, I'm a big fan of the company. I definitely believe that uh, you're, you're very much at the forefront of the, the mobility, you know, revolution, evolution. I think that we're, we're moving in a direction that's very positive and we need to kind of change the way that we move around the world. And I think that you're very much at the forefront of that space. And so I just love what you've accomplished with your vehicle and with the, the company and just really excited to learn more. But I, I'm also very curious, um, you know, about uh, learning, learning more about each of you. I, I've really enjoyed just getting to know you a little bit and learn more about your background. And so I'd, I'd love to learn, um, you know, a little bit more about each of you personally. You mind maybe sharing something that you enjoy doing, uh, maybe at a personal level, outside of, of course, building an incredible company and really defining the, the future of mobility, what, what do you like doing for fun? Casper, you want to? Yeah, I'm going to go first. Yeah, I mean, not too much time at the moment, but, you know, when, when we find pockets, um, I recently got into, into climbing, so that's kind of what, I, what yeah. I'm doing outside because it's like a it's like a puzzle to me almost when you're standing in front of the wall kind of figuring out your route. So, um, yeah, really yeah. good to get into that. And then obviously awesome. riding the bike as much as we can because that's... Yeah, amazing to do. So yeah, that's definitely top of my list to do in my free time. I love that. Awesome. Um, and for me, uh, in the free time, I like to surf a lot. So that uh, 
is my main uh, hobby, I guess, outside of PAVE is surfing. Uh, yeah. Kind of try to surf all year round. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the warmer days now, finally. It's freezing waters here in New York. So, um, yeah. But yeah, whenever I can find time, that's that's my main other focus, basically. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, gosh, I, I definitely see a trend here in what you enjoy doing personally and professionally. It seems to be all about just uh, staying outside, climbing, uh, surfing, uh, riding, riding motorbikes and, and motorcycles. So it sounds like y'all really enjoy just kind of staying outside and, and enjoying the world. Yeah, definitely. Much. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's cool. Well, I, I, I know that you've seen really firsthand both, um, you know, growing up in, in, in Berlin and in and, and Brooklyn now, you know, that there really is a need for easy transportation in and around cities, uh, especially. And, and, and you've seen that firsthand. And, and I imagine there's a lot of drive behind uh, the vehicle and the organization. But for maybe those that haven't seen this or experienced it as much as you have, uh, you know, growing up in, in cities like that, you mind maybe telling us a little bit more about really why there's a, a need for a, a new way of, of moving around, uh, especially within cities? Yeah, um, I can kind of go back a little bit and kind of tell you where we started and where that idea came from because it ties directly into yeah. uh, the way we see it. Uh, Thank when, you. when we started the company in, in 2019, the way we were seeing the two-wheeler market was kind of split in two. On one hand, you had traditional e-bikes, so pedelecs, uh, that have a relatively weak motor. Uh, the rider still has to pedal, so it's not a truly effortless ride, uh, and it can't really replace a car trip because you still you don't have space for a second passenger. Uh, there's limited storage space, so the uh, application is really not as versatile as, let's say, a motorcycle. And so, on the other hand, you had uh, the traditional motorcycle companies coming out with electric vehicles but not really doing anything from a design standpoint. Uh, so simply swapping out the combustion engine for an electric drivetrain. And the way we kind of saw it was that we can, we were thinking we can create something that takes the best of both worlds. So the ease of use of an e-bike, uh, so it's lightweight, really intuitive. Um, but then you take the application that you get from a motorcycle and also the exhilarating ride feeling that you get and combine that. I want to really think from like redesign an electric two wheeler from the ground up hmm. with an electric drivetrain in mind. Uh, and that's really where that idea, uh, came from. And yeah. that's what we've created with, uh, PAVE BK, uh, our first, uh, model, uh, it really is what we call a fusion between e-bike and e-motorcycle. Um, it's lightweight. Okay. We've had tons of people ride it that have zero experience riding motorcycles or scooters, barely been on bicycles uh, that have felt super comfortable. Um, and it doesn't scream motorcycle, so you don't really have that uh, intimidating feeling when you see it. Uh, yeah. But it is super, super fun to drive around. Um, and you can sit on it together. Uh, there's storage space. Uh, so there's really a lot of application that was really the goal from right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, gosh, seeing, seeing a need like that firsthand and then, you know, really kind of what options are available today and really identifying, you know, the reality that there wasn't, you know, really something that was ideal, you know, for moving around cities and both kind of had their limit limitations. And so, you know, building a solution like this, you know, really, really sounds like, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's a perfect solution for, for the problem that you really saw firsthand. Um, I understand that you that you started the company in, in about 2019 and, and really spent the first year kind of, you know, building prototypes and 
I understand that you you, you found what sounds like a perfect home uh, there uh, within the the Brooklyn Innovation Hub, and excited to learn a little bit more about that. But I'd I'd love to hear you know maybe a, a story or about that time from kind of going from this idea, um, you know, starting the company, you kind of recognize that there was a need and not really something that was a, a perfect solution. So you kind of had this great idea um, and then really, you know, turn that into, you know, building prototypes and building a business around it. You know, I think as, as, as we all see, there are so many great ideas out there that kind of get lost, you know, before actually turning into something. And so how, how did you take it from kind of, you know, here's the problem, here's what we think could be, you know, a, a solution and kind of taking that from an idea into an actual uh, product? Do you mind, you know, telling us how, how, how you accomplished that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, so basically started off with uh, some initial prototypes in school um, and then a couple of ones afterwards, basically. So I enjoy, I've been enjoying building bikes, essentially. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much after that, uh, Nico and me kind of sat down and realized that there's an actual like market opportunity for this class. Um, yeah. So we really kind of geared up and that's when we then moved into the space that really helped us kind of get to the next level, essentially. Um, so that's where we actually started building proper prototypes as well. Um, so yeah, basically pretty much from there on, I think when we like moved in here, I really kind of cranked it up and, and really got going. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you asked about kind of the, the process of going from prototype, I guess, into something that's production uh, ready, if you want. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, it, we, we iterated through, was it six or seven different? Seven uh, now. Seven, yeah, seven, seven different versions until we landed to uh, at this final um, model that we're going to release. Uh, so yeah. there, it really, we really took our time. Um, I mean, we had COVID in between, and which kind of everything went to pause. And we tried to use sure. it for the best to iterate even further on the design to Mm-hmm. They make it to something that we're super happy with and feel comfortable uh, sharing with our customers. But uh, once we had the final prototype, getting that prototype into production, I would say that was by far the hardest thing yeah. um, and has taken the most amount of time. Yeah, to be honest, looking mm-hmm. back, like the prototype was an easy part uh, in terms of what we had to go through the last, like I would say, two years roughly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's really another level. And I go kind of touching back on, on your question. Um, I think after sure. the like initial prototypes and having people write it really kind of gave us the confidence, and we really thought we have something here. So uh, that kind of mm-hmm. helped us uh, to really uh, making this like come from sketch to a reality. Um, yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, I, I love that it's something that you were as passionate about that kind of early on, it was more, you know, kind of focused upon really developing a solution. As you shared, you you enjoy uh, building bikes. And so it was something really that you were kind of developing and building out of necessity. And then, you know, kind of once, uh, you know, some individuals had the opportunity to kind of experience it and ride it themselves, you know, maybe there's something here that, you know, kind of the the mass market, um, you know, would would really like to have and enjoy, you know, a solution such as this that we've developed. So um, I can see how, how, how you have been so successful. It, it clearly sounds like something that, that you're really passionate about. So I really love to hear that. And that's interesting to hear that, you know, kind of getting it from that idea to the prototypes, certainly took some time and was quite an effort, but, but that you found that kind of taken from that prototype to actual production kind of presents its own, its own challenges as well, but sounds like continuing to, to move through, through that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, our goal is to start production uh, towards the end of next month. Uh, so we yeah. are really, really close. As I said, we're making final or as we had our conversation right before uh, this, 
uh, we're making our final final tweaks uh, here and there. Uh, uh, things that we find during our test rides that are easy to update. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, and I mean, obviously, it's sitting in our entire assembly line. So we assemble here locally, Brooklyn, basically. It's an entire bike, and it gets shipped out from here as well. So we've developed like a framework, basically, um, of like our assembly line as well as like inventory. Uh, that in theory can kind of uh, be placed anywhere in the world. Um, so that's something uh, we're pretty pretty proud of, to be honest. I love to hear that. Yeah, you should be very proud of that. That that's incredible manufacturing right there in in Brooklyn and and shipping out to the world. That's amazing. And yeah. you know, there's probably something to it. Lucky number seven on the prototype, right? So it was the seventh prototype that was finally <laughs> yes. you know, ready to go to market. You know, so. Lucky seven. So that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and cool. You know, and I think it says a lot too um, that you went through that many iterations of the product and that many prototypes to really get get to something to where you said, okay, this is is ready to go to market. So I think it says a lot about, you know, the time and the thought and the effort that you put into it to not just, uh, you know, uh, prototype number one or two to say, okay, we're ready to go to the market with this, that, that you really wanted to take your time, it sounds like with it and develop the, a solution that, 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 kind of perfectly addresses that need. So I think that says a lot about your dedication in the company to go through that many prototypes before before you're good with it. Yeah. No, we're yeah, definitely both nice. perfectionists and we try to <laughs> make sure everything is, is right before we start shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as you shared within our conversation, you're even fine tuning and tweaking even as of as of today, right? On on the right end. So you're still just kind of making those last minute kind of touches so that it, it, it truly is perfect. So I think that that's really cool to hear. Um, you know, you you you've you've shared with us, and I think we we can understand much better now that you know the this idea of an easy way to to move around the city um is very much a solution uh and and just a, a great alternative for many reasons other than kind of the traditional way of of moving around a, a city, but you know, even more than that, you, you didn't necessarily have to go in this direction, but even more than that, not only is it kind of an easy way to move around the city, but it's, it's, it's also clean, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of the, the, the fuel and it's not kind of your, your traditional, um, you know, gasoline engine or, or other that, that might, uh, you know, be a little bit worse for the environment. So I think it says a lot that not only have you developed a solution, but one that's clean. Why, why was that so important in, in the development uh, of, of your product? Uh, you you mean the the part that it's fully uh, electric? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. As, as opposed to you know probably could have gone in in other directions. Yeah. but kind of made that decision that that we want it to be electric. Why why was that so important to you and 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 kind of a, a part of that that ideal solution that that you envision? I mean, we we strongly believe that electric vehicles are the future. Um, it yeah. just makes more sense uh, if you think about it from an emission standpoint, uh, especially yeah. in cities. Uh, there's one, there's the emission, but there's also you're reducing noise levels uh, that can reduce stress for everybody living in the cities. I mean, we live in New York and it's so loud constantly just by cars driving around. Uh, imagine yeah. a time where all, every car or and every motorcycle, bicycle, uh, moped is fully electric. Uh, yeah. It makes the air cleaner uh, and it will reduce noise levels significantly. And so... Right from the beginning, it wasn't even a question if we were going to build anything else other than an electric vehicle. Um, and aside from the uh, emission benefits, uh, they're also way more fun to drive. Uh, I mean, the acceleration that you get out of them uh, is not comparable to that of a combustion engine. And uh, you're, you don't have to pay for gas, uh, for, for gas right? So uh, yeah. the nice thing is that you can just take the battery out 
you plug it into any standard outlet and you can charge it and it doesn't cost you anything essentially. So uh, that that's why for us right from the beginning, uh, we wanted to develop an electric two-wheeler. Yeah. And one more thing to add, I mean, the other benefit of, of an electric drivetrain is that it kind of opens up uh, new doors essentially because you can move things around like the battery doesn't need to, like mm -hmm. the gas tank of the motor doesn't need to be fixed into one position. You can move things around, which really opens yeah. up a lot of new doors. And, and um, with this first one, I think, uh, yeah, we've uh, made some pretty good decisions uh, and we were able to build it up from the ground up, you know. So yes. we, weren't, we weren't stuck in like an initial uh, or existing, pre-existing framework, basically. We were able to yeah. start from like a, a clean paper. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I love that. That that certainly it's it's very important for the environment and, and emissions, as you shared. But that there's really a lot of other benefits too, from you know performance to just you know storage uh, capability and that sort of thing. So that that makes makes a lot of sense. Um, it's it's great to hear. It sounds like it really is a you know perfect solution for for the need that we have right now. Um, another thing that that I really like about it is that. Um, it also seems to be uh, a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I'd love to maybe just kind of touch on on this for a moment, because I, I think, you know, one thing that I've always observed is that, you know, motorbike riders, um, you know, uh, motorcyclists, bicyclists, um, you know, are, are all having a lot of fun, you know, almost have kind of a, you know, a, a sense of humor that, um, you know, that, that, that they're outside and enjoying the sun and, you know, on, on a motorbike or a bike or whatever it may be. So, you know, this experience that you provide, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's very practical, you know, for many reasons, but, uh, it, it also seems to be a lot of fun and you, you seem pretty open about, you know, sharing this as, as another kind of advantage of the vehicle. Why, why, why is it important to also kind of have provide an experience, you know, for, for riders? Um, so I, I think given that we are building a new vehicle, um, and a new electric vehicle, I think to get more people, uh, excited and interested about electric vehicles and get them on the train, essentially that electric mobility is the future. It's really important to basically have extra features if you want, or stand out in a way, uh, and separate ourselves from the traditional uh, combustion engine options that exist. So yeah. fun is obviously one part of it. Um, driving these things, even if you're going to work, if you're just going on a joyride, uh, our idea is always that we want to encourage people to uh, go to places in cities and suburban areas that they maybe have not been before because it's too far away or it's just not as exciting. But if you have an easy way of getting around, you're much more likely to explore your city or explore different neighborhoods, uh, restaurants, cafes, stores, like anything like that. There's every city has so much to showcase. And I think, uh, with these vehicles, we're enabling people to really go explore their city or their, the outskirts of, of, uh, wherever they live. So that's, that's, uh, I think that's a huge importance and, uh, of kind of, these new electric vehicles that there's that they separate themselves from the traditional combustion engine um, uh, vehicles, and um, the the other part from uh, it being super fun to drive, uh, which is something we took into consideration, also was just designing something that is new, looks uh, interesting, um, and stands out from everything else. And I mean, Casper, you can speak a little bit more yeah. on. The design process, but we really spent a lot of time uh, designing something that really yeah, separates itself and 
is very appealing to uh, everybody that sees the vehicle. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, our, our intent, what Nico's touching on is that uh, we want it to be uh, a more friendly looking uh, vehicle because you know how usually motorcycles have a very masculine and have a bit more to it. And we kind of wanted to stay away from that and basically um, yeah, go more along of a friendly looking uh, while still like uh, um, having power um, that's like similar to a motorcycle um, because it's just this experience that I hope everyone gets to experience at once because just riding a motorcycle is just, it's, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. So we're trying to bring that experience um, to more people. Um, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I, there's, there's a lot of psychology behind, you know, I think what you just shared within design, design, but it's so true. A lot of these motorcycles, you know, it, it is a very aggressive look and almost looks like the motorcycle wants to fight or something like that, you know, exactly. but uh, in contrary, you know, your vehicle looks like, you know, a, a lot of fun, jump on and let's go somewhere new. It's, it's very welcoming, very, very appealing. And I understand, you know, you took some design cues going back to some of your your favorite vehicles, favorite models, like like from the '70s, and so um, you know, look back at some things that really stuck out to you to to draw inspiration for the the design. Is that correct? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it took yeah. a lot of inspiration from from old cars, um, just because the way they used to make them, um, they were limited in their manufacturing techniques, and that's why mm -hmm. the cars look the way they are, basically, because they didn't yeah. have the entire freedom that we have these days. Uh, so I really admired mm -hmm. that. So I kind of wanted to bring that back and combine that with uh, the technology that we have right now, which is pretty much all the freedom, but um, yeah, still having a bit of a traditional um, aspect to it was kind of uh, what we're trying to do. Yeah, well, I, I love it. The, the design is great. Great, great job on that for sure. Um, there's a lot of first, and and you've just listed off, you know, quite a few things that that really um, separates, you know, the the vehicle from anything else um, that that's like there. Uh, another first that I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about is that that you really are the first brand within the entire industry to, to introduce, you know, a proprietary platform um, that allows friends and family to, you know, to, to safely share their bikes and kind of customize, you know, their own smart rental contracts with, with anyone in the network. Why is this, um, you know, another Im important um, kind of component of the, of the product? I'd love to, to learn more about this. If you, you would share, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about that a little bit further. Um, when so that was also something right from the beginning um, that we decided to integrate because we were like, yeah. okay, we want to build a new electric motorbike uh, that stands out from a design standpoint. Is has the performance, so it's really easy uh, to use, uh, but still fun. Uh, and then we wanted to make sure that it's also technological forward and it is in par with the current standards uh, from a software standpoint that we currently have. So what we've done is for one, all the bikes have over the air update capabilities. Uh, so we can very easily push updates to the vehicles to make sure that uh, from a security standpoint, uh, they're up to date. Uh, if there's things that we discover throughout time or want to update, we can very easily do that. So that's, uh, I mean, we've seen with other companies like Tesla, it's a fairly standard thing, but those are things that, or those are decisions that need to be made right from the beginning. Um, it's very hard to add those later on. Um, so we really thought about that from the beginning. And then the second uh, thing was that we, the way that the bikes communicate to the outside world right now is based on a blockchain network. So if you purchase a PAVE bike, you also get a digital key. 
that digital key stores your VIN number, it stores the model, the make, just basic information about the vehicle. And you can think of it as a digital title because if you own that key, you also own access to the bike. Um, so yeah. when you go to the bike, you use your phone, you can unlock the bike, um, and then you can go for a ride. Uh, you can track the bike, there's anti-theft features. So there's a lot of technology built into that. Uh, and yeah. our second thought then was, okay, if we have digital keys, then it should be fairly easy to share those keys with other people. Uh, because if you think about it, if you're riding to work every day, that vehicle is going to be sitting outside from nine to six or nine to five. Uh, in that time, somebody else could be using it. Uh, and you could potentially make some money on your, of your initial, initial investment on, of purchasing the bike because you can rent it out. Sure. Uh, so that's sure. the functionality we built in is that, uh, you can share your digital key with anybody else on the network and set up a smart rental contract with, uh, whoever that person is and say, okay, I want you to uh, pick up the bike here, uh, drop it off there. I'm charging you based on the miles driven in that time. And if you break the contract, I'm gonna take your deposit away. Um, so it really is just uh, basically a peer-to-peer -peer sharing system. You're only interacting with the other person that you're, you're sharing it with. And if we, if we think about it from uh, kind of a, a more environmentally friendly uh, perspective, uh, you're in the end, you're getting a lot more use out of a vehicle um, and you don't run into that problem where there's thousands of shared scooters or bicycles or anything like that, that are a lot of times not being used and scrapped and scrapped. Um, you get a lot more efficiency out of it because an owner is going to be a little bit more selective, maybe with who they share it with. Uh, yeah. They'll be very happy if they earn some, some money off of it. Uh, and the idea is that over time, they can make the money back that they've spent on uh, the initial bike. Wow. Wow. What a proposition, you know, to, to potential buyers of it, to, to share that not only are you um, not driving the vehicle that you had before and, and probably saving a lot in gas money, you know, now uh, being that the vehicle is, is electric, but in top, on, on top of all of those benefits, it also prevents a opportunity to, to earn some money to, uh, to offset that, that upfront cost as well. So that's, that's quite a, a proposition um, uh, to individuals. So it's really, really impressive that you had the foresight to kind of see that upfront and, and have that kind of within your vision and, and even within the development of, of, of your first model. So um, that's, that's incredible to hear. Um, and speaking of that first model uh, that, that you touched on a little bit, so this month, uh, uh, Pave Motors uh, officially uh, launches the the, the Pave BK. Um, I'm certainly in the market for one. I, I live in a downtown area, downtown Dallas, uh, as I shared. So I spend a lot of time uh, down here, and I see firsthand as as you do uh, in in Berlin and and Brooklyn and and the Dallas area here. There's got to be a better way to to move around this city. And so for me and Many of us that are certainly in the market for one, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the vehicle that you're launching this month? Um, yes, absolutely. So it's, as you said, it's the PAVE BK. Uh, it's our yeah. first flagship model. Uh, it falls into uh, the motor-driven cycle class. Uh, so that means uh, you, in 
the majority of the states in the US, you will not need to have a motorcycle license to operate it. You just need to have a driver's license. It's yeah. fully street legal, it has motorcycle spec brakes. So we've really made sure that it has secure brakes. Uh, we have region braking, which even gives you a better uh, braking behavior. Um, and the top speed's capped at 30 miles per hour, which is very standard for uh, city top speeds. Uh, in the majority in New York City, uh, speed limit is capped at 25 miles per hour. So um, all of our riders should be uh, well with, should be able to travel with uh, with the traffic. Um, the battery is removable, uh, so you can take the battery out, you can charge it at any standard outlet. Uh, with our fast charger, you'll be able to get 80% within an hour, so uh, it's quick charging um, wow. as well. And then we'll be offering some uh, storage uh, options as well. So there's a, a rear rack where you can strap different things on. Uh, we have a center storage. Uh, if you see a photo uh, of our bike, uh, the entire center is empty. Uh, so it lends itself perfectly for uh, additional storage. Um, and then it's completely keyless. So you use your phone uh, to unlock and lock the bike. Uh, you can track the bike. Uh, there's anti-theft features. So if someone was to touch your bike or try to move it, uh, you will get a notification. Uh, the bikes are equipped with GPS, so you can actually see where the bike is being taken. Um, and lastly, you can share the vehicle uh, with other people in your network to monetize it mm. or just be nice and share it with them for free, just for fun. Yeah, yeah, I love that. What 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 a sales pitch! I, I'm sold. You you don't have a background in like motorbike or vehicle sales or anything, do you? That that was good. I, okay, okay, that awesome. I'm working on it right now. That's yeah, <laughs> that was cool. I I love it. Well, I, I I would love you know to to travel around a little bit more efficiently. I'd love to add uh, a little bit of fun uh, to to my morning commute. So that sounds cool. I, I love the storage. I, I've seen some videos, and I think the storage is incredible. And so I think for the vast majority of people plenty of storage, you know, for any and everything. And I didn't realize that the quick charge was was that quick as well. I mean, less than an hour, that really opens up a new world of possibilities in terms of the idea that I can, you know, travel on it um, a, a fair distance. And even if I'm, you know, stopping to have a meal or something like that, it's not cra that crazy to think of the idea of just plugging in at a, you know, a restaurant or something like that, or plugging in somewhere and charging it back up while I'm doing an activity or eating or something like that. And then I'm fully charged, you know, to, to head back home. So that really sounds like that it extends the range that much more having that, that quick charge feature. That's, that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we're super happy with it and I'm, we're always looking for new battery technologies. So, uh, yeah. The great thing about our industry is that we're growing with the industry overall. Battery technology is getting better. Chargers are getting more efficient. So uh, there's more to come there. Uh, we're always looking out for, for new battery partners, charging partners um, to be able to offer uh, the best products to our riders. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was curious to, to hear when was the last time that you jumped on uh, a one and, and you, you already answered that question this morning, you were traveling around. So, so it sounds like just even within your daily lives, not just the product testing, but it sounds like you're always, you know, product testing, but it sounds like you're, you're already benefiting from moving around Brooklyn and the city uh, on, on the motorbike. So it sounds like something that you're, you're pretty much enjoying every day already. Yes. Much, yeah. And I mean, we use the, the bikes to bring things back and forth. So between this space that we're in right now and our basically assembly line. So um, the yeah. torch gets handy uh, pretty much all the time. 
Yeah, very cool, very cool. Well, I like I said, I'm sold. I'm I'm ready to get one. Um, and I know that there's going to be a lot of audience members out there that, like me, are going to be really excited to learn more and uh, excited to get their own. So, would you mind maybe directing the audience to where they can, you know, learn more about the uh, the Pave uh, BK and 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 also how they might be able to to get one for themselves? Yeah, uh, check us out on pavemotors.com, P-A-V-E-M-O-T-O-R-S.com, or our Instagram, pavemotors, Twitter, pavemotors, LinkedIn, pavemotors. Send us a message. uh, We always will answer. uh, And if for any listeners in New York City, please reach out. Uh, We're constantly doing test rides. Uh, We love having people. Uh, We love getting feedback. So, uh, yeah. Send us a note. Very nice. Gosh, you make it easy. That sounds really good. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate that. I strongly encourage you know audience members to do just that and and to check out the Pave BK because it's an incredible vehicle. And I was really excited about it before the conversation today. But after learning more, it just makes all the sense uh, in the world. And this definitely is a better way to move around the city. And in a world of kind of uh, traditional silver sedans, why not? jump on a paved BK and uh, separate yourself uh, a little bit from everyone else and have a little more fun as you move around the city. So uh, to me, it sounds like just an incredible uh, solution and, and a way that you can add a little fun and a new experience, you know, into kind of your your normal routine. So really appreciate you both, uh, uh, Nico and Casper, for taking the time to to talk today and sharing more about your incredible vehicle and, and the company. Again, just congratulations on what you've accomplished. And um, I, I just really appreciate you taking the time to talk. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, likewise. No, thanks so much for, for kind of giving us the opportunity to and tell the story as well. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Uh, it's been very great. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Well, I'll let you jump back on the uh, motorbike and and head out to the next destination and, and have some fun. But uh, enjoy the beautiful weather uh, that you're having and uh, the rest of your day. And again, uh, just congratulations and thanks for taking the time to stop by. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you.